So the big question is, how can physical therapists create a successful career earning six figures or more and give patients the care they need without relying on insurance companies for reimbursement? If you want to learn the answers to those questions and more, then you've come to the right place. My name is Dr. Aaron LeBauer, physical therapist, business coach, serial entrepreneur, and author of the Cash PT Blueprint. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Cash PT Lunch Hour podcast. I'm your host, Aaron LeBauer, and today my special guest is Greg Todd. If you don't know who Greg Todd is, you've been living under a rock. Greg is not only one of my good friends, he's the owner of Renewal Rehab, but he also put together Smart Success Healthcare Live, and he's helped personally help thousands of physical therapists renew their careers, restart their life, make more money, and help massive amount of people. And Greg's one of my best friends. So Greg, welcome back to the show. I appreciate you joining us. Oh man, thank you for inviting me back, my friend. I appreciate yeah. you always. Yeah, it's always. it's always awesome to have you here and to and to chat with you. But you're speaking at PT BizCon coming up in a few weeks, and I was like, let's get on and talk about what you're doing, talk about a little bit what you're talking about, and share some of your insights with the people. So, thanks, man. Awesome. You know what? I got to say this, and yeah, whatever. Yes, it's a plug for PT BizCon, but I'm not going to plug anything that I think is trash. The last oh, two years <laughs> of doing that event have been absolutely phenomenal. I told, hey, I told you that after, I, I never said that to you before. It's like, oh, Aaron, you're going to rock this. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He, he, he might, he might not. But after the event last year, I was like, oh my gosh, that, that might have been, not might have been, that was the best virtual event, best virtual experience that I've ever had. And I've done virtual events. And I've done plenty of them, but your event last year was absolutely, you know, phenomenal. So dude, thank you for, Anyways, thank PT you for that. Gone, go, get <laughs> go get a ticket. Right <laughs> now the rest is bonus, <laughs> but thank you for the, thanks for the compliment. I, I really appreciate it. Cause you've put, I know you've put on some big events and we put on, we, we kind of helped, I helped you produce, uh, some events early on. It's a lot of work. So, um, wow. I know coming from you, that's a big compliment. Um, Greg, I think there's, one thing that you've talked about a lot, and I know it's not new, but then also there's some new stuff. And I, I think, and you mentioned this to me before, it's like, what is it? I was like, well, Greg, what, let's, what do we want to talk about today? But I think it is that how do you stop trading time for money conversation? So let's start with, what do you mean when you even talk about trading time for money? Like, what is that? And like, why are we as physical therapists trapped there? Yeah, I think we're trapped because we have been trained in a certain way, and that is to trade our time for money, right? And we went to school, we got uh, an amazing specialty, and that specialty was to be able to help people in a conservative manner. But the way that we deliver on helping those people is with our time, mm -hmm. meaning that if I spend 30 minutes with you, I can charge 30 minutes for you. If I spend an hour with you, I can usually charge more than 30 minutes with you because you're getting more of my time. And that is the way that I was taught when I went to school 21 years ago. The problem is, is that that's the way that the person that just graduated last week was taught as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's been a few things that have happened in those 21 years. Uh, inflation just in the last year has gone up 7.1%. And I'm just talking about the last year. Yeah. Uh, in the last 21 years, we're looking at about 50 uh, to 125% increase in expenses. 
So if I'm still uh, bringing or bringing solutions to the marketplace that are all based on my time, and it's not just that inflation has gone up that much, but my rate, my worth as a physical therapist, doing it in that way, in the traditional insurance-based model, has not only not gone up 50%, it hasn't even gone up 10%. <laughs> It hasn't even gone up 5%. You know what? It's actually gone up 3%. So how is it possible for me to live if it's gone down 3% in the last 21 years, but expenses have gone up 50 plus percent? It's impossible. So that leads us to trading time for money. It just doesn't really work anymore. Today, you have to trade your solutions for money. Mm. But Greg, isn't there a way I can bill enough units that I can generate more units per hour than they're actually minutes in the hour? I mean, you can, you can, but you also probably need to uh, go on 60 days in. I mean, you're yeah. like, you're gonna go, you're gonna go to the pokey. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not, I mean, I mean, you I mean, you can do whatever you want to do, bro. But, um, but, you know, if you want to stay out of jail, if you want to not mess around with, you know, Mr. Pookie Ray Ray and you, you know, and boo boo, <laughs> then I'm highly, I'm highly advising you to figure out a, a legal, a legal ethical way of being able to provide value in the marketplace that allows you to make this investment that you put into becoming a physical therapist actually pay off for you. Yeah. And there's a way to do it. It's just, you haven't been yeah. taught that or most of us haven't. So it's trading. It's, it's not just trading our time. In our hand. I mean, here's I think the, the the big ego hit for everyone, right? Is that I went to school for four years, maybe some extra, went to PT school. Now I'm Doctor Labauer, and what you're telling me that it's not valuable for me to stand in front of one person for an hour and help them with their back pain. Look, the one thing I want everybody to understand is that it is valuable. I just want you also to understand that there is perceived value based on what the marketplace pays. Okay. So, uh, I went to school for 12 years from element from kindergarten to 12th grade, 13 years, I think 13 years I went to school. And the reality is that I spent 13 years of my life learning things that I probably use about 2% of the time. Yeah. Am I up in flames over it? Like, okay. I, you, you, I mean, you got to get over it. Everything that you learned in physical therapy school has the ability to help you into solutions for money gain, but you have to repackage it. So when people say what you just said to me, Aaron, yeah, what they're also saying without saying it is I have no desire to ever reinvent myself. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have great knowledge. I have uh, a skill set a skill set that might be a little bit outdated, but I've learned enough in school to be able to have the ability to repackage and reinvent myself so that I can make hundreds of thousands of dollars per year. Maybe millions like you and myself, okay? But for sure, hundreds of thousands of dollars. So when I hear that, when I hear you say that, what you're actually saying to me is that I have no desire to reinvent myself. And to you, I'm talking to you right Mm -hmm. now on this podcast, to you, I say, you deserve everything that you have. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, I, th- I think the, the things that I hear um, is that it's, it's not just enough to be a, 
a physical therapist technician. It, we have to be the physical therapist, like solution problem solver or person like, okay, so there's a person with back pain, right? But we all know that they can get their back pain solved at CVS, right? How do we solve bigger problems than just back pain in one person? How do we solve, I don't know, how do we solve the opioid crisis, which we're as physical therapists, we're doing a terrible job at even being in that conversation. Right. Right. So would you say, Greg, the bigger the problems we can solve, the more money we can command? The bigger the problems that you solve, the more money you can, uh, you know, command. And I want to say this. Yes, there might be uh, some ointments or creams or whatnot that you can get at CVS. Um, but just understand this. You only know about those ointments and creams at CVS. Someone telling you about those ointments and creams at CVS. So how do we solve the problem, whether it's the opioid cr uh, crisis, it's back pain problem, this, that, that, how do we solve it? We need to become those people of influence. That's the part they never taught you at school. And when you become a person of influence, also known as a person of preeminence, well, then people will start to go on your recommendations. Then, yeah, people can see you for physical therapy services. And because they look at you as an authority, they will pay. And there are people that won't pay, but they will still pay attention to your recommendations. And now if you have recommendations of products, of other services, of other people, well, we live in a world today in 2022 where you can actually get paid for being an endorser of those products and services that you truly believe in. And that because of your influence, people will, um, will happily compensate you to be able to push whatever products you believe will actually help your clientele. That's the world we live in that wasn't available in 2002, in 2003, 2005, but that's available today. But if we go back to the last question of, oh my gosh, so now I gotta be different? Yeah, you have to, it's called the world. It's called reality. It's called anyone that has any job has to do it different than the way that they learned how to do said job. So mm -hmm. whether you are a teacher, you have to do it differently today than what you did four years ago. If you are in IT, you have to do it differently today than you learned three months ago. If you are in retail, you have to do it differently today than you did a month ago. That is called life. <laughs> you have to grow up. But wait a minute, I just want to do it and I don't, I don't want, I'm going to stop working. I just want to finally get something and then like, like stop. Well, I, mean, I tell you right not now, being an adult, is it? <laughs> there, there's this thing. It's called survival of the fittest. Um, it's called natural selection. <laughs> and literally, no, seriously, I think it's just important that people understand the truth. Maybe I'm getting older, y'all. I got a lot of grays. I, I just, you guys at this point, I'm just not going to sugarcoat it. I came out of school in 2000. And I came out of school hoping that I could stay a staff PT for my entire life. Okay. So I want you to know, this is a mindset thing. I didn't want to grow and develop into some business person or whatnot. Yeah. I wanted to help people. I wanted a good life. You know, now if I went and I got my degree and I couldn't help people, whether it was with the way that it was designed for me when I got the degree or even in a different way, that would have been really the tragic thing. Today, you have the ability to help 10 times more people than the way that school taught you would ever allow you to help. 
And I say 10 times, I'm being very, very, very generous with that. I'm being very conservative. I think you have the ability to help a hundred times the amount of people that you could ever help as a traditional therapist in school, but you're going to have to do a few things differently. You know, it doesn't mean you have to stop treating. That doesn't mean so, but you're going to have to learn another set of skills that's going to allow you to be able to impact more people. Mm. So So, when you're saying to me that you're unwilling to learn those things, you're also telling me that you really have no desire to help a lot of people. And wouldn't you say that the person that has the most desire and is willing to act on that desire to helping his fellow man or woman in the skill that they have is the one that should be at the top. So you're telling me you don't want to be at the top. Yeah. It's the, it's not just the, it's not just having the desire, the idea it's acting on it. That's that person goes to the top. Yeah. Here, let me, let me do some, I thought about this. You're saying, you know, uh, how many people can you treat? Like, so that I saw 43 patients one day as a student, right? So if I take that and I multiply that by five, that's 215 people in a week. If I was working that busy times 45 weeks of the year, that's 9,000 people, right? That's not a lot. 43 times five times 52 weeks of the year. That's 11,000 people a year that, and I'm, you know, we're talking like that's not even 11,000 people. So it is mm. possible if you're like, could you help 10,000 people? Well, Greg, do you have YouTube videos that more than 10,000 people have watched? Yeah. I mean, last week alone on YouTube, we hit over 10,000. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, whether you're not, you're see, like, I, I just see this, like we were trained to treat patients, right? And I think it's, it's amazing. It's great. And I would never not have done it. But now what I'm seeing is that like, I can put out a video and maybe it'll get 500 or maybe it'll get, you know, 500,000, but that video took me 15 minutes to an hour max to produce. Right. Right? It's, it's absolutely crazy to me how people think that things aren't going to change in physical therapy, um, and how they want it to change, but they're not going to change until everybody else changes until insurance starts paying us triple or until this happens over here with the APTA or until they do it. Where really the answer is right in front of us. The answer is right in front of us. We have uh, a group of people out there in the world that are struggling with certain problems. And there's a certain way that we can provide solutions and not just solutions, but awareness to the problem. There are certain mediums that we can provide these answers on, but we refuse to do it. There's a select group that does it and everybody else refuses. The select group that does it is making a killing. Everybody else is struggling, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like when people's like, oh my gosh, this trainer's out there and they're saying this and they're, they're, no, 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 no. And they're, you know, and they're trying to act like us or whatever, but you know what? They're out there and, and I'm not endorsing that. But what I'm saying is that they're out there and they're actually going after the audience that you say you want, but you don't do it. Do you think this has to do with like how our industry is tied to, okay, we get referrals, so we're not really responsible for going out and getting people. So when other people go out and get people, like it just kind of rubs us the wrong way. I mean, is it, is, is it that mindset? That's like people, we deserve to have people sent our way because I'm good at what I'm doing. And you know, that that's, I I think, I think you're 100% right. I think that is it, but that baffles me so much. Because we want the referrals mm-hmm. and we don't want to have to work for the referrals and we want them to be sent to us. Okay. So let's figure out 
who are those people that are sending to us? How are they getting them? Okay, so let's go up the ladder here. So, so here we are, we're a physical therapist. We want referrals from our local cardiologist or our local you know, primary care doc or our local orthopedic surgeon. How are they getting them? Hmm, let's think about it. Well, I don't know. I'm thinking about the first orthopedic surgeon that comes to my mind in my area, they're advertising. Right. How's the cardiologist get? Well, when I went to the hockey game the other day, they were advertising too. So how is it that we, and, and by the way, and by the way, because I'm friends with a, a good chunk of physicians in the area, you want to know why I'm friends with them, by the way? Why? Because, because I'm a, some good PT. It's because I advertise too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, wait, oh, this is actually a PT that's actually somewhat interested in like helping themselves and not just wanting to like feed, feed off of us. So you guys, this, this, this is the thing. Where do you think those people that you're hoping to get clients from, where do you think they get people from? They advertise. So this whole notion that I'm too good because I'm a doctor and I shouldn't have to advertise or I shouldn't have to put myself out there. I, I don't, that's really, really, I, that really irks me, man. Yeah. It really irks me. You know, you're, you're saying, you're saying that, yeah, if everything's convenient and it's perfectly around what I want to do, yeah, then I'll help some more people. But really, in, 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 um, in essence, there's a lot of selfishness in the mindset and the disposition of a lot of people. I, I just, I just don't, I just don't, I think whoever's succeeding is the ones that should succeed right now. Yeah. And I think that whoever isn't, I just don't feel like you're there yet mentally in understanding that you've got to be different. I'm a different parent than I was 15 years ago. I got four kids. And the way that I take care of my youngest, who's eight, is different than how I dealt with my 19-year-old when she was eight. Yeah. Right? But but I'm, I mean, and by the way, by the way, you can be a parent where you're like, well, it's just, it is what it is. I'm just going to do the same. Well, you know what? You're going to be a crappy parent. Okay? It's different <laughs> times. We, we weren't going through a pandemic back then. Right. Okay. Right. I, I'm a different person. Right. Like there's so many things y'all and come on, man. You know, I'm sorry. I don't mean to make the podcast so negative, but man, I want people to react. And I don't want it to, 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 to rise up. I know it's time, but you're right. But that's the feeling that I hear from people too. It's there's the people that kind of rise that, that, that are rising to the top on their own. There's the people that just need a push and the people that will sink to the bottom cause they're already there. But I think it's like our ability to adapt and grow because my expectation of getting a profession was very different than what it is now. And we just have to see the possibility in order to do that. Because what were we promised, Greg? A good job, right? A stable job. And we got that. Yeah. But does that, you know, feed, you know, feed the, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, generational wealth bucket? Nope. Nope, Not you ain't gonna get that. Mm-mm. But that's what we all really want. Right. 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 I mean, that's the thing. You know, you guys, here's look, at the end of the day, a lot of times we bind something that wasn't as cracked up as what we thought it was going to be. But here's another thing, too, because I don't want to like mm-hmm. destroy PT or whatever. The, the, the truth is, is that there are things that I thought I wanted and when I got them would solve all my problems. And what I've realized is that whenever I get something that actually does solve my problems, it usually creates three more problems. And it's usually things that I never thought of. 
Yeah. So I know a lot of, like, I know for me, right. Granted, I didn't, I don't have maybe as much debt as what the typical new grad has, you know, today, but I thought that once I became a PT, like all my problems are going to go away. But the reality is that I had a new set of problems, right? You all wanted this. And then now you get it. You realize, wow, there's another set of problems. So one of the things I've come to realize about myself is that my income has been tied to me solving problems. And because I want to solve problems for people, um, and I'm really intent on doing it, not just talking about it, but I'm actually willing to create services, products, courses, memberships, do whatever I need to do, events like Aaron, do whatever I need to do to solve those problems. I get rewarded for it. Mm-hmm. Guys, you just have to understand that no matter what you do, no matter what you do for people, it creates a new problem. Yeah. And you know, that's it's so great. I love think it. Think about it. It's right now. Yeah. You know, like Greg, I tell my yeah, coaching clients, it, I'm I like, mean, it's true. Yeah. sorry, there's a delay. <laughs> But like I tell my coaching clients, like my job is not to solve your problems. It's to give you bigger problems and money-making problems. Like we're just, right. we're just solving problems. It's a part of the game. And we all have problems and mm-hmm. I got problems today. Aaron LeBauer has got problems today and they're probably bigger problems than what he had five years ago. Now here's the question I want to ask you, Aaron, would you rather the problems you have today versus what you had five years ago? Yes. A hundred percent. Okay. 100%. But do you still have problems today? Yes, every day, every day, all the time. So you guys, please understand that. Right now, here's how you were taught. Come on, let's let's go through the timeline of how you were taught and how you were trained and how you've been trained up to this moment and you're listening to this podcast. Number one, you were taught that we're going to solve problems for people and we're only going to solve it in the most antiquated way, okay? Like the, the, the most archaic way is how we're going to solve problems. By the way, that way is still very effective, still works. I just think that, there's a lot of other ways that you could solve problems. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Number two, you were taught that once you solve their problem, as in they finish their plan of care, they have met their short-term goals or their long-term goals or blah, 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 or whatever it is that you want to do for insurances. Okay. Then you truly have been brainwashed to think that they don't have any more problems. So you've never taken the next step to actually say, wait a minute, Let's actually now address the new problems. You haven't acknowledged they have problems. You haven't addressed their new problems. And if you haven't acknowledged and addressed it, why would you want to solve it? Because you don't even know what they are. So because of that, then you get upset and you get angry when they go and say, I want my problem solved. This person's actually turning the blind eye to my problems. They haven't acknowledged it. They've only acknowledged what they wanted to acknowledge. And then after that, they let me go. And then you mm-hmm. get upset when they go to somebody else to go see if they can have their other problems solved. All I'm saying is that is reality, that is life. I bought something on Amazon two days ago. And when I went to the checkout, Amazon, which is the, the highest revenue generated company in the world, <laughs> before, before I even bought the, the product to solve my problem, Amazon's like, we got two other products that we think you should buy. Because when you get this, you will have this problem, this problem, right? I'm like, dang. All right, let's go ahead and get that. And then after that, I got that. And literally two minutes later, they're like, wait a minute. When you get this thing, chances are you might need this too. We just couldn't put it on the page because only three could fit on the page. Because we had a thing you wanted. And then we had another thing. And we had another thing. But you can go ahead and you can get this too. You guys, this is a company that's like, look, I'm intent 
I'm solving the problems. I know what's coming next. And they're making all the money. And you don't want to do that. So should you really make the money? Should you only make the money because you paid a lot of money to be able to learn how to make the money in the archaic way? Is that the reason why you should make it? Or don't you feel like it's fair that you should make the money based on the types of problems, the severity of problems that you solve for others? Come on, yeah. guys. Yeah. Let's wake up. Dude, 100%. So I, I knew I could get Greg fired up some way. And so let's talk about <laughs> Greg. What, what I, I think the first thing I would love your help explaining is a lot of times we say, what's valuable? Like give something of value to people, or at least I say it. And we've kind of hinted at this. It's helping people identify that they have a problem is valuable. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So why is that? Why is that valuable to somebody? Because people are looking for clarity in a very confused based society. Mm -hmm. The one thing we can say is that today there might be a lot more opportunity available, a lot more resources available for all of us. Back in my day, I know I'm going to date myself, but we didn't have WebMD. We didn't have all these things. We, we, we used to have this thing called an encyclopedia. Y'all. I don't know if you ever heard of one of those. It used to be this Britannica encyclopedia. Okay. So, so that's the bad news. But today, the cool thing is that you have all these things that are available to you to be able to solve your problems. Okay. But then there's something bad in it though. It's noise. And because there's so much noise, there's so many, oh, you could do this. Oh, you could do that. Oh, you could do this. Oh, you could do that. What people are looking for is they're looking for clarity. Can you take away all the noise? And can I just talk to you right now? And can you just tell me where you're at and where you want to go? And let me help to just point you in the right direction and just block out all the noise. So when you're like, oh my gosh, are you trying to replace me with a product? No. What I'm saying is that you are still very valuable and everything you learned is extremely beneficial, but you have to repackage yourself. You have to become a person that's actually going to block out the noise for others and get right to what their problem is. But then when you are solving their problem, you have to solve it in a way that allows you to be able to give them a few different components. Yes, people want guidance. Yes, people want you to touch them. That's part of it, but that's not all of it. Yes, people also want accountability. People want community. People want tools. Tools that's going to help them with solving problem A and go from A to B to C even more succinctly. And so you have to understand that there's many different types and modes of how you're solving the problem for people that can get them the problem solved better. And you have to be willing to do that. But what makes you unique is that you can drown out all the noise. A product in and of itself can't do that. Just some widget can't do that, but you can. But have you worked on the skills of even doing that? I can tell you this, Aaron, I can tell you this. Aaron can get on the phone and I'm sure he can say the same thing for me. We can get on the phone with a healthcare professional. We can get on a phone with someone that needs physical therapy services. And what we are able to do, our greatest skill set when it comes to actually being on the phone, being in person with someone, is in our ability to drown out the noise and to get them clear on this is what you need right now. Mm -hmm. And if that's not your greatest skill set, then I can tell you that you don't have a skill set that's actually going to lead 
to people trusting you to want to solve their additional problems. Yeah. A What's lot of that? the other problems I solve for people yeah. after that, or that Aaron solves for people after, doesn't always involve Aaron's individual time. Uh, right. But you have to develop that. And if you haven't developed that skill set, then you've got some work to do. What's that skill called, Greg? What is that skills called? Um, you know, we call it consulting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we call it consulting. And, you know, that is communication. It's really yeah. just a skill set of, you know, you, you know communication. Yeah. Uh, communication is, is, is listening and listening intently so that you actually are picking up all the cues of what this person's problem is and then what's the sub problem beneath that problem mm -hmm. and I then be able to articulate that back to them so yeah. go ahead yeah I would, I would i would almost say there's a component of it that's sales in that i'm not trying to te like push something on you i'm trying to ask you questions to figure out what you need Right. And, I got to ask and, you questions and know what you need in order to be able to solve your problem. Yeah. But, you know, Aaron, uh, sales is one of the highest levels of communication. Yeah. You know, I mean, sales is one of the highest levels of communication because because in a sale, you guys, in a sale, I have to not only identify your problem. But then I have to actually communicate that problem. And a lot of times you don't know. That's why you're on the call. Like you have no concept of what all you know is you feel terrible right now. Right. Mm -hmm. So I have to identify that and then I have to eloquently communicate that back to you. But here's where sales gets into play. I have to communicate that back to you so that it actually creates an emotion. It creates an, a, a desire for you to actually want to change your situation. No one's selling anybody on anything. If we haven't successfully identified the problem first, communicated that to where you understand, and then get you to realize this is where you're at. This is where you say you need to be. Look at the gap that we have. How the heck are you planning on getting there without my help? Mm -hmm. And by the way, if you can get there without my help, we're going to end this call and you're going to go do it. But how are you going to do it? Explain it to me. You guys, that's a high level of communication. That you can do for your clients, that you could do for your patients. But if you're not doing that, then the things that you actually went to school for, you're not utilizing it at the highest level that you can utilize it at. And it's actually not working in your favor. Most of you are wor working as widget makers. You're barely talking to the client. You're barely communicating with them. But then when they're in the clinic, you're, you're rubbing on the back. And then that's it. You're a widget maker. And then, you, then you're stressed out. Why? You're stressed out. Why? You can't make more money, but you're actually behaving as a widget maker. Now, I learned the same things that you learned in school. But what I realized is that I'm going to need to reinvent this and recreate and repackage the way that I'm delivering so that I can actually be worth more. We are not saying that you need to stop treating patients. I'm not saying that. Okay. I think it's there's I think it's very, very, very valuable. I don't treat patients anymore, but I think it's very valuable. But I can tell you this. When I was treating patients in my last three and a half years, I was making about 400 grand a year. I was making more than a lot of surgeons. Why? Because I repackaged myself. I reinvented myself. And without doing that, it would have never given me the amount of income that I generated that would allow me to go into a semi-retirement. Without going to semi-retirement, I would have never gotten bored. Without me getting bored, I would have never met Aaron. 
I would have never started helping you all for free for a year. And without that happening, none of the other things happen. Mm -mm. So get cracking. That's right. <laughs> I love it. So, Greg, here's what I want to know. How do you become that person of influence? Or how do we, or how does the person listening become that person of influence? What are the key steps? Oh, man. You know, there's, there, there's, a, there's quite a bit, you know, to it. But I'll give you guys one to two, like, main things that you need to do right now. I think the first thing is you need to figure out what your purpose is. So I'm going to help you all with that. Your, your purpose is matching your passions with your proclivity. So let's kind of just go through that real quick. Your passions are the things that you love to do. Now, I kind of broke this down for my students last week. Like I'm passionate about a lot of things, okay? Uh, I love helping you all. Like how Aaron loves to help you all as well, right? I, I love to get people out of the time for money trap. It's really cool, right? But I also love to fish. I love to go out on dates with my wife. Honestly, I wouldn't mind being uh, a boat captain for the Clearwater Marine um, Aquarium and just dolphin, you know, sight watching. Those are all passions of mine. Is me helping you all my biggest passion? No, I'd much rather fish and help y'all. Okay, but but my proclivity is what I am great at. And the reality is that me being great at driving a fishing boat, anybody can do that. Me being great at taking my wife out on a date, anybody can. But proclivity is not everybody can communicate at the level that I can communicate to actually move people to act. That's something that not everyone can do. So I take the things that I'm passionate about and I look at, wait a minute, my proclivity is this, this is what I'm passionate about. And I look at what can allow me to make the most impact. That's, that's the first thing that you all need to understand if you're gonna be a person of preeminence. So why is that so important? Because a lot of y'all are actually helping a group of people that you're not even curious about. Like you're not curious about the pains they have. You're not curious about the frustrations. You're not curious about the fears that they have. You're not curious about their goals, their dreams, their aspirations. You really don't care about them. I mean, you'll treat them and you're a professional and you'll do it, but you don't really care. See guys, here's the deal. In order for me, if you're listening to this podcast and when Aaron and I are speaking and you're like nodding your head in your car and you're like, dang, yep, that, yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, that, yeah, you want to know why? Because we actually give a crap about you. And we've been on the phone with so many of you and we know your journey. We know, like, by the way, I ain't broke anymore. So I, so I can't, I, I might not be able to relate to you. Like, like I'm not going to lie to you. And no, I got money, Okay. I'm not going to lie, but at the same time, I've talked to so many of you now that I know what you're going through. It's because I actually care. I care. So you guys have to match up your passion because if you're working with an audience that you don't care about, someone that is less talented than you, that has less communication skills than you, they're going to beat you. They're going to beat you because they care more and they're putting more effort and work into actually serving that audience. So that's the first thing that I would say is you got to find your passion and your proclivity. The other thing I would say is you got to find a subcategory of people, meaning that you've got to find a smaller group 
so that you could get through the noise that I talked about earlier. Like everybody's trying to help, you know, people that have pelvic health problems. Okay, you gotta find a sub niche of people within that category. And then from there, you pull from where those people are at. You say, hey, 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 hey. It's kind of like you being at a big party. There's, there's like a hundred people in the room or whatever. And they, but you wanna have a conversation, right? If like, for instance, it's so funny, um, uh, a, a, C, a CSM, you know, just came up and I'm just thinking the last time I went to CSM, I was with Aaron, right? And when we're at CSM, you know, in San Antonio, you remember that Aaron, where yeah, C- yeah. you know, CSM. So we were in this, we were in this bar area, right? And we wanted to have a conversation. It's like a hundred, 200 people in there. So then I just pulled Aaron aside and I was like, Hey, and we we're just talking about some stuff, blah, 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 whatever. And then after that, we went back in a crowd. You guys, when it comes to your subcategory, that's what you have to do. You guys, it's a noisy area. You've got to pull people say, hey, hey, you all over here. Come on, I can help you, right? Like if we were in a bar area like that and there was like somebody's like, hey, what's up? Hey, you're Greg Todd. Oh my gosh, man, I want help to uh, build a cash-based practice. I'd be like, hey, Aaron, yo, go over in the corner and go talk because Aaron's the best. Everybody knows that. Go go talk to that person. So then, so then we, so you guys think about it. The category is a bunch of PTs in this room, but then there's somebody that wants to build a cash-based practice. Boom. You go over there. You guys got to do that. You got to create a subcategory and you got to figure out what your passions are. Your passion plus your proclivity will equal your purpose and niche down and go search for those people and find them. Ah, dude, that's awesome. Dude. Okay. (laughs) Y'all get that? Okay, good. (laughs) Um, Greg, (laughs) What are like the top, so I'm, I'm like, I got top 10, but like what are the top five to 10 ways that people can like stop trading time for money? Oh gosh, okay, top five. All right, keep me on track, okay? Yeah. Um. So so both, hey, by the way, both of us have ADD. So so like, <laughs> like, two, like two of us together, you're gonna get some really good information, but you're just gonna have, y'all just gonna have to uh, filter it out. That's just, it's just the way we are. That's why we love each other so much. All right, so. Five ways that you can um, not trade time for money is what you're asking, right? Yeah, yeah. And All you right. can rattle them off like fairly quickly, you know. Yeah. Like, what are the top five things that you've done or people you've coached have done that have yeah. been that are accessible I mean, to most people? I mean, okay. So, I mean, I'll tell you like right now how revenue is being generated, you know, for me. So, I'll give you five. So, mm-hmm. um, I'd say, you know, being an affiliate. Okay. So, I, so I'm looking for. Problems in the marketplace. I don't solve all of them, um, and that solve the problem that I know my audience is going to eventually need solving. So that's mm-hmm. a way. It takes very little to none of my time. That's one. Number two, group coaching. Okay. So instead of coaching one person individually, I'll coach many people in a group. There's so much more things that are valuable, um, especially if you can do a really good job with building. Um, the trust within the group, they will share things. And then they're, and because I know for me, I'm the mentor or coach for people. Sometimes they feel like, oh, you don't understand my problem, but they know that the other people are going through it. So group coaching, that's another way that I don't trade time for money. Number three, memberships. If you can provide an amazing community with constant resources, tools, templates, trainings, um, whatever your audience deems valuable, you could not only charge one time, but you can charge a monthly membership for them to stay in that community. Number four, 
uh, virtual meetings or summits. Okay, let's just say you want to solve a problem and you want to solve a problem instead of over eight weeks, like a typical plan of care, you want to solve the problem over eight hours. Okay, or over three hours. People are paying for collapsed time. They're paying for you to create a bridge and for you to do it faster. So virtual workshops. Um, another way I do it is challenges. So I'll do a five-day challenge where I'm bringing people and I'm saying, hey, this is what I'm going to do. At the end of this five days, this, these are the outcomes you're going to have. And we're going to do this after you get off of work. Okay. So we're going to boom, 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 you know, you know, make some good money with that as well. Um, I make money through my planners. So I have a set of like a 90-day planner and people will purchase my planners. And the cool thing about it is that if they're using my planners and they're purchasing it, it's not just like a book sale where you can only read it once. My planners go every 90 days. So people are recurring every 90 days. They're purchasing new planner, 40 bucks, 40 bucks, 40 bucks, 40 bucks, 40 bucks. Um, courses. I like to respect people's time. And some people need the accountability, so they need to be there live. But some people, they want to be able to do it when they have the time. So you can give them the solution to their problem, but give it to them where they can get it on demand. Yeah. Dude, that's Dude, awesome. Those are some. Yeah. The some. Yeah. yeah. That was six. So you gave us a bonus one. And wouldn't it be fair to say that you're doing these both in your clinic and in your coaching business, right? Yes. Like even the five day challenges, one of those things is like, I've seen you do it in both places. Yeah. And, and look, I, look, I'm not in my clinics anymore. I'm more of a silent partner now, but I'm just going to be very forthright and honest with you guys. I told um, my team, I told my business partner, if you guys don't continue to do these things, the writing's on the wall. It's over. Guys, there's no, well, GTs had renewal rehab and we should get the lifetime achievement award for busting my butt for the last 12 years. How long I had that? I've been in business with them since 2005. So, so the last what 17 years. So we, there's no lifetime achievement award. Y'all nobody gives a damn what you did in 2011. It is 2022. We're in totally different times. My dad who's in his seventies is handling it on zoom. Dude could barely use a cell phone like a year and a half ago. Because the only way he's gonna be able to communicate with people is that way. So if that dude that's in his seventies can do it, and honestly, like anytime he needed to reset his cell phone, he would have eight in order for him to see me. We live four and a half hours from each other. If he can do it, you can do it too. It's a different time. So there's never been an easier time to be able, and a more accepted time to be able to not trade time for money. So if you're not doing it, the 70 year olds are leaving you. They're leaving you in the dust. hundred percent. Dude, dude, Greg, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Greg, if someone wants to connect with you, if they haven't already, what's the best place for them to find you online? PT BizCon. <laughs> if, 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 if you come to PT BizCon, you go, you go to PT BizCon, um, I'll, I'll, I'll be talking to you right there. I'll talk to yeah. you in the comment sections, but if you want to connect with me online, you can go to basically everywhere. I'm Greg Todd, you know, PT. I've tried to put out, uh, videos every single day. Um, because guys, I care, you know, and I just want you to do what I do. Just find audience that you want to care for and do everything in your power to figure out how to serve them. 
Uh, and so anyways, yeah, if you want to find me, go there, but I will be at PT BizCon and I will be talking about what I just talked about here. Just everything I didn't say here. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's plenty more. Trust me. There's yeah. a lot, there's a lot processing in this brain. Oh, there's a ton. And I think like we just started scratching the surface, you know, I think we just started talking about like identifying the problem people are having versus like, here's exactly how to do it because how to do it is moot. If it's not like the path that you're going to be on. Right. Right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So I think the big takeaway that I have, Greg, is not only just solve problems, but let's, we got to help identify, help people identify their problems. And then if we can solve it, we, it's our obligation to give them an opportunity and path to work with us. So dude, right. Right. And right. you know, and one, one other, just, just quick mm -hmm. caveat to that. I think one of the things that I used to struggle with, and so as you guys are listening, just let me know if this is something that you struggle with as well. Sometimes I feel like we, especially when we feel like we can't solve the problem, it's kind of like, all right, let me not act like there's a problem there. Let me not even address it. I think that's one of the biggest things that I do differently now. You guys, you have to have a mindset of abundance and understand that there's so many there's so many people. I mean, so many. Like, guys, I, I, I don't need to solve all the problems. What I need to do is I need to be a person of preeminence. And I need to identify what my audience is struggling with. I need to know everything about them. And then when someone wants help with certain things, I send them an errand. Like, look, I'm not writing a book on cash-based PT. I, no. Why? Aaron's already got it. What's the point? Right? And, and that's what you all really need to do. You just have to understand that. I think if you can understand that, it really could mentally free you up in realizing the sky's the limit. You should be able to make whatever you want to make. No questions asked. Mm. Yeah. Greg, is there anything that I forgot to ask you about? of uh, no i mean look man you guys we we could talk all day yeah. okay. <laughs> okay i mean i got 10 more questions but we, can. we don't have all day <laughs> you just gotta come to pt biscon <laughs> to get the rest let's, go to PT let's continue the conversation over there yeah all right. let's continue that pt so by the way if you haven't heard of pt biscon you don't have your ticket yet <clears throat> make sure you go to ptbizcon.com or click on the link in the show notes uh or go like google aaron or google pt biscon you'll find it um would love to see you guys there um greg i th this has been awesome i love like chatting with you and i love getting you on a podcast and just prompting you to get rolling you know on soapbox because your soapbox is like got great colors on it and sometimes <laughs> I, I i wish uh, my soapbox looked like yours but they're very different soapboxes um so we can do soapbox derby racing again someday soon together i think it'll be fun sure. <laughs> But um, before we head out, I do want to say, uh, Greg, I 100% appreciate you and everything you've done uh, for me and our community. And even just uh, remembering when we were sitting together at the conference out in Seattle, like cracking up at the dinosaurs and dodo birds. And every time you do the dodo that. bird voice, I'm cracking up. Like, how do I get Greg to do the <laughs> dodo bird voice? <laughs> so anyways, it's really good. I, I think if, if there's one last thing I want to leave you guys with is, don't do things the way they've always been done. Do them the way that you need it to be done to live the life that you want and design your life. Don't let someone else make it for you. 
those are the things I've learned from Greg. So thank you very much. For, thank you very much, Greg. Thanks guys for joining us in the Cash PD Lunch Hour. Check out the next, uh, be sure you subscribe so you get the next episode. Join us at PT BizCon and we'll see you guys soon. Thanks. Hey, what's up, it's Aaron. Real quick, if you're just starting a cash-based physical therapy practice or you already have one and you wanna learn how to grow it and scale it, this is for you. I just released my brand new book, The Cash PT Blueprint. Because I wanna get this book in the hands of every physical therapist out there, I wanna give it away to you for free. All I ask is that you pay a little bit of shipping and handling and you'll not only get the steps to create your own cash practice, but the tools to grow it and scale it beyond what everyone else thinks is possible. To snag your copy right now, go to cashptblueprintbook.com. That's C-A-S-H-P-T-B-L-U-E-P-R-I-N-T-B-O-O-K.com. And when you get your copy, give me a shout out somewhere on social media, and we'll talk to you soon.